Y'all know makeup is not my thing, okay? I am an everyday girl and I try, but I don't know what I'm doing. But the lip bar has everything I need to still look beat, even if I don't know what I'm doing. Visit thelipbar.com and use the code Maggie, that's M-A-G-G-I-E, to save 10% on your next purchase. What do you have to lose? Hi, my name is Maggie and I just happen to be black. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Maggie podcast and y'all... Uh, We made it through 10 episodes behind us, and I think that because the dynamics of this podcast shifted so drastically that it would be a misstep if we did not stop and have a conversation about what it is like to work with your spouse. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, what I mean, what? Okay, so we've been doing a podcast since two thousand and sixteen. Well, we have been podcasting since two thousand and sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen ish. Mm-hmm. And it has been a very interesting journey to say the least I so I get triggered in different ways because of our past podcasting life um I'm not a huge fan of being censored and Black Maggie is a censoring type so sometimes still trying to be shit out here and so sometimes we don't do well in this space working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's all you've got to add to the conversation? That's not all i got to add. That's where I'm stopping at right now. Would you like for me to offer something up? Sure. So, um, I have trust issues let me let me let me start with me so the black maggie podcast is the black maggie podcast and structured in such a way that my producer is my producer because when we work together things go off the rails and i still participate in corporate america and uh yeah that's it like I still participate in corporate America and also um, people know that this is a thing that I do and most importantly this podcast does not pay any bill not a one but here's my thing as well so I try to sit back and keep my controversial self out of the fold right and let her podcast be what it is, mm-hmm. and I'll just do my stuff in the background once it's done. Or if you know she asks me a question, I'm here to answer it. Mm-hmm. But I try not to 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 take anything off the rails or 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 oh. push an agenda or whatever. Okay. 
you know, I try to sit and because that's what I'm good at. I'm good at minding my business. Really? To not, and I'm I'm good at not jeopardizing things, and so that's my intentions and my goal is to not be a problem because that's what I'm really good at. That's what you feel like is what okay, and this is why he be getting fired, y'all. So the dynamic of us holding conversations, I felt like felt a little bit better in this season specifically because each season is going to be different this is not a forever thing that every time i don't have a guest it's me and him talking that was a format that i chose for this season specifically because healing is first of all it's an internal thing that that has to happen right but it is something that is is more conversational and it you kind of walk your way through it. And me sitting on the microphone, fussing and preaching about whatever the topic may be, does not feel quite as healing as having a live conversation with a person. Mm-hmm. And so in that, I've invited you from behind the soundboard to the microphone. And it's worked out well, so I thought. However, we made an attempt at a conversation and maybe it's the time of day that we chose to record or whatever it is. But instead of like us holding the conversation and say like, I'm not feeling it, I'm not in the mood, I'm whatever the thing may be, the decision was to, you know, have attitude. I didn't walk into this thing with an attitude. I didn't say that you walked into it with an attitude. Okay. I'm saying this is where we found ourselves. Is an attitude land. And I'm just... I, I don't even understand. This thing doesn't... I mean, you know, we get a we get a cute little... You know, we're... Let me say this correctly. We're very appreciative to the sponsors. However, comma, in my in my Monique Samuels uh voice, uh that little check, okay. I'm not. I didn't think I was saying anything that, you know, it's it's one of those things where I I often feel like that there's a very um uh directed controlling aspect to my input and I don't like that and so it sent it it pushes me into a space where I am not feeling the moment any longer right and so because I don't want to I don't want to end the opportunity for the podcast because the show must go on I would rather let you do the talking and if there's a moment that I am needed, I will have an input. But I am not going to continue to be uh, to be to have a thought or an opinion that is not controversial or any type of issue. Uh, be accused of 
trying to derail the conversation or move into a direction that it wasn't anticipating going when I had no idea that was even happening because I thought I was staying on cue. But, hey, for me and how I feel, I'm in a place where I would rather sit back and let it happen and then figure it out as it goes instead of trying to jump in in the beginning when, you know, when it can cause chaos or issues. Mm-hmm. So this conversation was supposed to be what it's like to work with your spouse. And it has evolved, devolved, turned into um, a live argument. And um, this is the thing that I'm that I I'm, I mean when I say derail. No, this is what it's like to work with your spouse. Sometimes when you work with your spouse, depending on the attitude that your spouse have, depending on what type of person they are and their personality, mm-hmm. sometimes it makes it difficult to work with that person because you know you know that the dynamic might work well in the household, but it may not work well within a uh, you know a work environment only mm-hmm. because. You know, there's, you know, that person, whomever, mm-hmm. the man or woman might be more okay with, okay, they want to, want you to do a certain thing a certain way and you're like, all right, I'll deal with that, right? I'll just do it, right, in a household. But when it comes time to actually do some work and you're like, okay, I'm going to try to be supportive or be a part of this thing and it's not correct, it, it you know what I mean? It makes it hard to... I just need it for 20 minutes, though, right? Like, I could see if I was like, you ruined our lives, right? I'm just saying that you were making me have to explain more of a particular story than I wanted to explain to make the rest of it make sense. I was trying to keep it neatly, tightly packaged, You've evolved it and grown it into this is how we end up with hour long podcasts. And I didn't want to do that. So I feel like in the beginning, you know, intentions were set at the beginning of the creation of the podcast itself. And while I'm using, I'm trying to say this right because we've learned to, to disagree better than we have before um but when once the goal is set and once the intentions are set and once the like the ground rules of engagement are established i'm not expecting things to shift um without me moving it to that direction in this particular project me in just in this project in life stuff happens all the time and i'm not in charge of our lives right but this project i would i i feel like i i run point not necessarily i'm in charge but it is my name you are in charge of this podcast and you sent it in the direction you wanted to go. Initially, the podcast was more of your voice mm-hmm. than anything else, mm-hmm. and I was only involved in the background for the most part. Okay. You decided to bring me on 
which I was already a little hesitant about because our past, we literally changed our original podcast from a controver- conversational podcast to a um, movie review podcast when we were doing that one in order to avoid the same issues we had before. And for me, it's one of those things where I don't think, I didn't think that in this podcast, I was doing anything different than I did any other week, right? But your response to what I did was different. So if I'm holding a conversation about, I guess the thing that, that here's the issue for me. I don't think that there's anybody else that I could ask to work with me that would know as much of my story Mm. as you. Right. And because I know that you know my story, Mm -hmm. when I say that I'm trying to just talk about one thing and then you ask me other things, like you don't already know the answer. It's for clarification. because For clarification for the audience... But it is a point of frustration for me because now I have to, I have a loose end. But it's not. It's just answer. Like I'm saying, hey, okay, what about this? It doesn't have to divulge into a, well, a, a, a uh, you know, so, a soliloquy. You know what I mean? You can. But, but you're, but it, it's tied to complex concepts. And I think that. Another piece. So let me just let y'all in on what we were talking about. So we were talking about um, an apology that I didn't know that I needed to receive. Um, And it was basically my parents, you know, in one way or another, um, like apologizing for different aspects of my upbringing. And the question that was raised was whether or not I was getting into grown people's, whether or not I felt like I was getting into grown people's business. The reason that it frustrated me is because you know so much of my story um, that a simple no, I did not feel like that um, is difficult to convey because that's not a normal um, raising a black household as a child response no but you gave the correct response that didn't take very long you said no because my household didn't move in that direction because i was not that was not a a uh that was not a point that was brought to me as a child that i should stay in the child's place Mm -hmm. okay makes sense the audience could understand that right because you know if you were never told that then you don't have a place of reference let me help you understand how it's difficult for me because i think that my um i understand why i understand what a child's place is right i understand the significance of it in our community i have um i guess positioned my stance on like where i stand in this, and it almost brings to the question of whether or not, like, my blackness, right? Because when I go to explain how I was raised and what I grew up in and what I 
like had to um kind of live out it is there's a lot of things that are counter mainstream black culture mainstream black culture is filtered with with large families and 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 and, and a and mm-hmm. a decrease in the ability to be patient in those environments because you're dealing with multiple children you as an only child can say that that wasn't a aspect that was really dominant in your household because you didn't have to there wasn't a contingent large contingent of mm-hmm. other people in there vying for having opinions and time and thoughts and and you know all that stuff mm-hmm. so for me it was one of those things where just a little bit of clarity could help in that moment because me and my household was a large household so it definitely was a child's place because my parents didn't have time for five children to be interrupting their adult you know, thoughts and processes and things that they do. Right. But then I think that there's a context loss because the, the child thoughts and the child conversation, I never developed that. I never developed that because I grew up around everybody. My entire family is older than me. Right. Like there are no kids. So then the kids' table was me and my grown adult parents' siblings. Like Thanksgivings, Christmases, all of that stuff. There were absolutely no children until my baby cousins were born. Mm -hmm. And so that thing of, like I knew it from church, right? I knew knew how how to perform a child's place in the presence of other people. But when you ask me in context to my family as a person that knows me and also knows how many times I've had to explain and or, def- I'm gonna tell you, even my, you know, my best friend, it took my best friend seeing um, from like a, a very intimate vantage point for for her to even understand the way me and my mother talk to each other. Okay. So I think So it was just a I feel like it was mm. just too layered and too nuanced and I feel I felt like you should have known that, which is where we come back to this conversation of what it's like to work with your spouse is that you're trying to make for a good well-rounded podcast by asking clarifying questions but also from my perspective you tap dancing on my nerve because i know you know that that's not a simple thing for me and it's also like a i'm not even gonna say a pain point but it's it's how i know i'm weird in the room but if we're going into a space where you know you needed a an apology Mm-hmm. And you're bringing up aspects of a situation where somebody first thought is why was this little girl interacting within an adult framework, right? That question, that 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 thought is going to come up. It's going to be, you know, there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're missing context in a lot of ways if it's just ran over. Like, wait, what? What is this little? Why is this little girl? What is up with this little girl? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with her? Right? Yeah. And so if, but you, it never, it. I didn't want to get into how weird I grew up 
I Nobody, just wanted I to get to. I wasn't trying. See, you want to. Ex, you want to. Well, first, what you're trying to do is you're trying to explain things, right? So instead of just, you're trying to cover your grounds of let me explain this thing deeply. So because this question asked, they really know they don't. They need to know the answer, which was the answer, right? You start to get uncomfortable and you move into deep, you know. Uh, you start to go into a deep and just, you know, because I because I I I own I like to own my own narrative, and I like to, um, be the one to define myself, and I don't like to leave a lot of room for confusion or open interpretation, or any of that. I I like to say what it is that I'm trying to say. I don't, I'm not the type of person I don't want to, I don't, I don't, because I was talking about something that was so personal, I want to control how that is conveyed. Now, why am I like that? Could be, you know, church guilt, could be leftover house business is house business versus all of that, right? But I felt like, I didn't want to field any questions about the inner workings. I was going to say what it was that I wanted to share. But but because, I don't know. Here's the thing. If you were a stranger and you asked me the same question, I don't know that I would have had the same response. Possible. I, uh, uh, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get the but, subject matter all crisscrossed yeah. up, but I think that that's the thing. Is like, if you were a stranger and we had this same scenario happen, I don't know that I would have the same feeling. So you had a, you have a, um, you have an issue with me being who I am and unable to look at me as someone who is speaking on behalf of the people because you're looking at me as who I am. So it's not like this is Tony, you know what I mean, the producer um, who who lives with me and understands all my stories. Instead of me trying to get the voice for the people, you are still keeping me in the, in, in the same aspect, uh, still within the same framework of your of your thoughts of me that you always keep. Like, he knows everything already. Everybody don't know everything. So when you come and you give a story that is very, um, um, you know, when it when it goes when it goes against, you know, culture the way that it does, and your story does, and people start to be like, what? When when I get these thoughts and these feelings and start to be like, wait, what? Right? Although I know why this is happening, mm-hmm. right? I know that that what it does is it leaves it open for interpretation anyway, right? Yeah. It just will. This story, what you were saying, will just leave it open for interpretation, whether you meant for it to be that way or not. That's just... I think that I had intentional questions that I wanted to leave open that maybe I should have shared that with you. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I do plan on sharing more of this story specifically, and I don't want to just pull it all out in this format. I didn't know that that, that was going to be... I mean, There's, there's like yeah. okay. 30 pages of things. 
that I thought you knew that I was. No, I know about that. It, okay. it became a thing that kind of got put on the shelf. I didn't know. No, it didn't get put on the shelf. It, oh, okay. It's getting. Uh, we discussed what I planned on it. So then that's the other thing. Oh, you did that's, discuss that. That's the other thing. It's like. Uh, we did. But it's just one of those things where it's just. It, it's so. We don't. Well, the discussion was so long ago, and we're in this moment. We're in this framework of getting this show done, uh-huh. getting this episode done. That on my mind isn't cross-referencing with uh, something that I was told, you know, a month ago or whatever. And so then that's another thing about when you're working with your spouse is your spouse ain't gonna write stuff down. It's not about writing. Well, like if this was like if this was a job where it's like we ain't got no money, but like experience right like if this was a job and a thing that you were building from a if this is my job perspective you would have a notebook you would have something where you kept notes where you kept up with like okay this is happening this is an open item this is you know in the works or whatever yeah but even if i was to reference something that's in the works and like well you know there's something that we have coming for that yeah all right cool thanks for reminding me great all right, let's move on to the next thing. Because even though I would have notes or whatever, sometimes you do bring up something. I do. But then that forces my hand. For You know I don't like saying something's coming. You know what I mean? Until it's at this the door. This is not live. I know that it's not live. But it's weird to edit out things. It's not. It's easy. I do it all the time. It's simple. It's a simple procedure. I could have stopped it, and you'd be like, hey, stop it, and i stop it, and then you could have been like, hey, remember I got the thing coming? But by oh, then, you're right. the attitude already developed, because I'm like, don't he, why you don't know things that, I've, that have been established? There's a, okay, so, you have... I won't say you because that's the wrong way to present it. And once again, working (laughs) with a spouse is difficult because you, not even spouse, someone that you are in some type of relationship with. Yeah. It's difficult because there's, there's a dynamic that you have when it comes to disagreements Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, may or may not be the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to do better and be better. We always had this issue where you expect me just to know and remember things. Full disclosure, you don't always know and remember things. And so for you to put that expectation on me is unfair, especially when it's not a regular conversation. And so instead of being like, hey... Pause this, please. Hey, you know I got something coming up for that, right? You're right. I apologize. I'm sorry. I forgot. Let's start it back up. I got you. Right? And mm-hmm. we go from there. Instead of, I can't da-da-da-da-da. Right? You know what I mean? It's just a different response in that moment. Right? Then to, you know what I mean? That response would just be different. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's just where I'm at. Like, and I can honestly say we have come a long way from 2016. I agree. 
but you still have some 2016 aspects about yourself. And, and, and it's fair because nobody's going to change that quickly, especially when a child comes and thwart your ability to grow because he takes up your time and he grows to be almost five foot and five foot. <laughs> but no, um, but no, really. And I get it. It's just sometimes just give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, that's what I need sometimes. Because my life is more nuanced than what we have going on. Yeah. Here. That's true. You know, and I think that, that this has made me reflect. Um, I expect myself out of people in some instances. Because, like, we're talking about us, and then I'm thinking about other spaces that I, you know, that I operate. And I'm like, well, why don't you have notes for that? Why don't you know that this thing is coming and it's important? Why don't you know? Like, not even you. Like, this right. is this is just a, this is a me reflection. Right. And how I am about stuff. I be like, oh, well, just y'all don't give a damn? Because if you just tell me you don't give a damn, I'm going to stop. Right? Because I'm on 10 with all things. Mm-hmm. Everything I get gets the 10 attention until it's complete. And then I move or to the next thing. until it's about telling the person that you live with what you're about to do in the week and you put it on a wrong calendar. This is a shade fest? Or like, what's it's happening? It's not right shade. Now? It's understand your limitations and where you go wrong as well because everything you do okay. isn't perfect, love. Uh, okay. First of all, I don't you know? appreciate... So I let Newsflash, like, do its thing. I let Newsflash work... <laughs> I was like, he's feeling himself. And, it's not. It's not and about. So then news flash hit, and I was like, Rip. did he just news flash me? But then now you calling me love, baby, and I'm not into okay. that. I'm, I'm just sorry. gonna tell you, I'm not into that, All and right. I and I I'm don't so, appreciate I it. I call you love often. You do, but I don't. But I. It's a different. Is it? It felt different. Yes. Okay. All right. It, the intentions wasn't different. You're not perfect, love. It it takes me back to when you used to talk about me in third person. It it, it was a different like intent. My, my intent was different than third. The okay. third person was purposefully. No, I know. To you know because I get it. We don't got to get into all of uh, that. I just I we just used to talk, we talked about third person another episode earlier episode. We did. That was a. Yeah. But um. But yeah. But yeah. Like I think that you know the biggest thing is self reflection. Yes. Um, Cause I know that I, my expectations of people, um, and it almost ties into what we were gonna talk about. Yeah. With you know the, it's just gonna be a long episode. I was trying not to, but damn. <laughs> but it, but it almost ties into that. It was like, my expectations of people have never been set like level set at wherever I am mm-hmm. right so at 30 something I like I'd laugh about it but I'm like I'm a cool I'm a smooth 56 I'm right. a, I am a stone cold 56 no I absolutely agree in spirit because yeah. like I done been here all this time and you know in all my 30 some odd years I've been grown the whole time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I've been I've been grown this whole time from my perspective from other people's perspective from the way that I was treated to the way that I operated in the world 
And so um, just level setting my expectations um, in this space, I feel like it's going to help us be able to continue to move forward. Not that like, oh, because you're not hitting the mark. Let me make sure I'm not saying that. But because um, I'm probably the more likely scenario is that I'm not communicating all of the things that I'm thinking. You think really fast and a lot. By, about a lot of things. And so you just kind of get synopsis a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, particularly, I don't know how you do other people, but to me, I get a lot of synopsis. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of times, I'm like, okay, I'll just take it because it's like, I'm not going to dig into most of those things. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's going on in that head. You know, so for me, you know, and so, but sometimes I need more information because we I get the in-depth a lot of times, but it be at, at another point, three weeks ago, I'll get the in-depth. Mm-hmm. And then, then, so then it never comes back. And so we'll get into something that's a similar topic. Yeah. And I, and three weeks ago for me is like, that's a, that put in a file that's going to happen. Like, okay. Or it's good in the file in my brain. Mm-hmm. All right. Put that away. And so you'll be like, don't you know about that? I'll be like, file, file, file. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas for me, for you, it's. Open tabs. It's open tabs because it's something that's on your to-do list. Yeah. For me, it's something on in Margaret's file that goes into Margaret's file. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry. I'm gonna <clears throat> rewind. That goes into Black... For me, that's something that goes into Black Maggie's file. Yeah. And so, I have to pull that file sometimes. Because yeah. I already have a lot. I already have my open own open tabs that I, you know... But see, like, if it's not done, it's an open tab for me. When it's complete, then it becomes a file. But here's the question, mm-hmm. and this is really legit. I'm How many open tabs do you have that has Tony's name on it? Oh, that made me sad. That made me sad. That was like touching. That was kind of like a moment. I don't know how to take that, and I feel caught off guard. Well, I'm, I just want you to relate to where I'm coming from. No, I get it, but I... Oh wow, that made me sad. I'm not no, you shouldn't be sad. I know, I know, but it was just like if I felt it. You have a Tony file. No, I have I have open tabs, like you, you know reference I mean? them regularly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what's crazy is this podcast is one of the open tabs with your name on it. When you started, when you started accumulating sound equipment and things, we were in different times. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And there were scenarios and situations created, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be fine, and this is gonna be acceptable, and this is gonna be okay, and it's not gonna just live, you know, in a space for things that never reach the rest of the world. Somebody is going to know, like, how dope he is with the sound work, with editing, with everything else that he's doing. And so I don't care what we talking about or whatever. I'm not about to sing because I don't, I don't want to. Um, but I know I can talk. And so th- me running my mouth 
is going to be the thing that pushes to make sure that stuff don't collect dust, right? And make sure that there's something that is is holding space in this like dark time. Right? And so like low key I'm I am here because I believe in you. And and I believed in you like back when I couldn't see it. Can I a full disclosure? Yeah. So I bought the equipment because you don't I, because I believed in my brother so much, mm-hmm. right? That I'm going to create an environment where I can produce something using stuff that he cre- he created. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. To to you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, for me, I'm like I need decent equipment for that. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff we used to use was not decent, and I'm not gonna go that route. And so for me, yeah, I used to kind of do stuff and edit it because I wanted to train myself, mm-hmm. get better at it, learn what I'm doing. Yeah. And so when you came and you said, "Hey, uh, let's do this thing," I'm like, "All right, cool." I'm thinking it's just something fun to do, something we can just do as a couple. Yeah. You know, and then it turned into a dark point for us. Well, a struggle. It 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 contributed to our struggle. Yes. Yes. And so for me, I put it away cuz I got tired of that. That makes me sad. It shouldn't and here's why. Mm-hmm. You were trying to do something beneficial. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to do something for for us. Yeah. Right? And it just didn't work out that way because we weren't in the right mindset for that at the time. I don't think that we shared our intent. I know mm-hmm. I didn't tell you. Right. And I think that that's probably the difference. Maker. No, you told me it was for me. And I'm like, why? No, I, this should be... Okay, I get that. But one, I can't be my who I am in this moment. Like, I couldn't be who I was in those podcasts. But you were because you edited. Like, no lie, that portfolio of edited things, first of all. Oh, that was hard. First of all, you can see your growth. But second of all, like, there were so many things, arguments that you had to edit out pauses that we would take commercial breaks like you did so much yeah you know what i mean and i'm like i still stand behind that portfolio if somebody asks you like well what did you do and like were you doing you know editing and things like that you have a full portfolio of things that you've had to do to make it Mm -hmm. make sense when we used to record in the library and the sound was a hot mess Mm-hmm. Right when we had bad microphones, when we only had one Recorded microphone. Recorded upstairs, bad sound. Yes. Recorded in the car, bad sound. Yes, it was like you've had to do so many different things, and I'm like, that was practice, but also, like, I stand behind that portfolio. Recorded in two completely separate locations before there was a Zoom. Yes, or anything like. Oh, that was 
we did before pre Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. We recorded long distance. Yeah. And so then it like, was our best sounding podcast. It was because it was like, oh shoot, the whole time we needed two microphones. But I feel like um, the the upside of working with your significant other or someone that you love is that you push one another. Yes. And so even when it's like, oh, this feels like we gonna fight, right? Mm-hmm. Y- you can look back at it. And you built something together. You know what the worst part about this whole moment is? And I want everybody... Like, me and her, we vibe off each other when it's time to get things done. We truly do. Like, it's like we bounce off of each other. So, because she's good at some things and I'm good at some things. So, Mm -hmm. I might get something started and she'll take it over and finish it. Mm -hmm. Or she'll get something started and I'll take it over and finish it. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll mesh. We'll combine our strengths and just make things happen. And this one, and it was the podcast that made us question our capabilities in doing that. Yeah. When we have always, for the most part, been really good at working off of each other. Yeah. So I think, and I think it's because communication. Most of the time, we can kind of feel things out when we're working together. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of know what we need to do next. Well, the intentions are clear. Right. I think the podcast was the first time that we worked in a space where we didn't have clear cut. Like, this is the intended outcome. Right. You were working your agenda and I was working my agenda. And like, and even in that, we still have a good thing that like, I I feel like I would stand it up because the point was to showcase your editing. Right. I, I have no complaints. No, not at all. But the process did almost take us out because it was it was like I am very like schedule schedule do 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 right stay up late get it done right and you are very you know what I'm in the mood for this you know what I'm not in the mood for this I'm not in the mood for that I I am just because I've I've lived a life of schedule 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 and it stresses me out and. You know, I still got hair right now because I don't let things <laughs> take me out. Yeah. But for you and this moment, mm-hmm. you understand that sometimes you put just for and, and the thing that um, um, pushed our relationship um, to the brink is sometimes you put high standards on people that um, maybe they're not living up to because they don't expect to live up to them, have to live up to them? I will replace high standards with specific standards. Okay. Right? Because to say they're high, I want people to act like me. And so, like, yeah, I don't know if that qualifies as, like, high, Um, just because I don't know that I know Depending on the subject. I just like what I do. Yeah. And it depends on the subject. Yeah. yeah, but I'm but but I don't I don't feel like I'm you know I got the best way for the thing. I like what I do because I love myself and I like right. the things that I create, right? Right. Um, and so then I I like to see myself and others. Mm-hmm. That's a right, but that doesn't mean that it's a high standard. It's just a specific standard, and I don't. Um, it's just it's not fair to anybody involved. 
because like as we were peeling back in the conversation of like how come you never felt like did you ever feel like you were in a child's place like no (laughs) what you know what i'm saying like no that's a performative thing that you do when you go to church that's not a real life. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't really do that. That's just that's that's, that's just that's something you do in front of the old people so they don't get mad. But like for the most part, no. Mm. But even and that's not even that's not even anything I did in front of my grandparents, right? Right. But back to what I was saying, like that. I think the thing that I've learned is to set um, the intention at the onset Mm -hmm. and like come to a consensus of like, yes, this is what it is that, you know, we want to see or no, I I don't like it. Right. Yeah. And I think one thing I think I've, from my own observation of you is that you are starting to learn that life is a little bit more nuanced. Uh, Mm, I feel like I'm, yeah. When I you used to be very stark, and we talked about this. I'm already. still very black and white you are. in the nuance. You are, but you you do recognize nuance a little bit better than you used to. Yeah, and uh, I think that helps um, us out and whatever else you got going on in life out. Yeah. So, so um, this was a little bit longer of an episode, and it's cool because we're winding down, um, season two. I'm really super grateful to have you um as my producer and um and for us to get on each other's nerves while creating things um just because you know that's something that's uniquely us we've um, created some great episodes because we after getting on each other's nerves so yep. i get it yeah and i mean in great by standards of like we like it when we listen back to it um, not to say that I mean, it, like, we used shook to, up the world. We used to, you know, average like 400 listeners on our old Cut club. that out. Okay. Because that's not a number to share. It is. Back in the old days? It's not a number to share. When we was just getting started, we was only on 20 episodes. That's not a number to share. From I mean, maybe out of nowhere. It, maybe of nowhere. it is. But maybe they were bots. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is um, I'm I'm grateful that we were able to do this. Um, I am glad that we made it through this season of healing because it has been rough. I feel like you beat me up a little bit in making me talk about things that I didn't want to talk about and stretching me and giving me homework and all that. So I just want to say thank you for this season and um, all that you've had to do to make it a reality and uh, you're not fired Um, I will be next week it's fine you might be next week Um, but next week will probably be um, something else to work on and can I say one thing before we close real quick Um, real quick yeah and I will say that um, this podcast, just working with you and listening to it, all of your shows so far, has helped me learn some things I need to heal and work on and grow from. And so it's been a great help for me as well. So. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, y'all, I am 
uh black maggie and this has been the black maggie podcast season two all about healing my producer tony the producer um has brought us through all of the journey where you've ever heard my voice he's been behind the boards and so shout out to him and we'll see you on the next thing bye I know that everybody's been looking for something fun to do that is social distance, Um, but I think that skateboarding and getting on wheels is probably one of the best things that has happened to my quarantine life. Visit PropperNAR, that's P-R-O-P-E-R-G-N-A-R.com and save 10% when you use the code Maggie and get your social distance life, okay?